Organic Poison, Sickest in the South, coming to you live right now. It's not actually going to be live when you hear it, but still coming to you live. It's live for me. How you guys doing? Going at it again. Since the last episode, oh my god. So since I recorded the last episode, Donald Trump has gone to the hospital and he has come back home. Or to the White House. I wouldn't call the White House his home. I'd say it's a temporary stay. But, uh, they took him to the hospital. I'm sure you've heard <laughs> by now. Uh, but they took him, he, he flew to the hospital and he went there and each day that he, each of the two or three days he was there, there was some kind of headline about it. And, you know, made some kind of speech in this little video and he was looking a little weathered in the video. Don't know if you saw it. Anyway, uh, that was pretty crazy. Um, I don't really, I don't really have the intentions of going into grave detail on that subject, but I do want to mention it because it's pretty bizarre to think that even the president can get it. <laughs> it's like even the president is capable of receiving the coronavirus, which is pretty odd because you know okay yeah of course there's a significant level of irony there um in the fact of him being almost probably the most popular naysayer of the uh, virus itself now i'm not sure how you guys fall on the virus on a scale from one to ten five being directly in the middle uh of giving a damn one being uh not giving a damn and ten being Way too much of giving a damn. Um, and to be fair, I think that... Me personally, I'd say that... I think that maybe it was, it's was it been blown out of proportion. Uh, obviously, it's very dangerous to a certain demographic of people. But... And this is all prior... My opinions on this is all prior to the Trump... Acquiring said virus. Uh... That does not mean that the second go-around isn't going to be worse. That doesn't mean that whatever comes next isn't going to be worse. I'm just saying up until now. Uh, I don't know. It could have got... It, maybe it would have gotten worse had we have all been infected at the same time. I don't know. The virus has turned into quite the... Uh, quite the conversational piece, if you haven't noticed. Um, I don't really personally know how to feel about it. Other than, you know, I know that Tate Reeves, the governor of Mississippi, the state in which that I live in, he has lifted our uh, statewide mandate. Now, there's still a lot of things where they're wanting you to do it. And, you know, I guess businesses can still do whatever they want. But Tate Reeves more or less was jumping the gun because I'm quite sure that before Trump got the Rona, he was probably about to tell everybody to hell with it. I mean, he's pretty much all but said to hell with wearing mask by having his huge rallies where nobody's wearing mask uh, and, I mean whether that's a good thing or a bad thing that's entirely up to your interpretation I mean it's not but I mean let's be honest we're all gonna do and say whatever we want to do and say uh, I know I am <laughs> depending on where I go I'm definitely wearing my mask so just because not for myself but for other people that's current my current situation I am not, uh, I'm not completely convinced that there is some, uh, global, uh, takeover and they're using the mask as some form of rep representation to, uh, consume us and have us all under their, uh, mind control. With that being said, I don't exactly intend on being first in line when they start giving out vaccinations. Now, what if they make them mandatory? Uh, they make them mandatory I'm still not going to be first in line I mean the census was mandatory and I don't think I filled out the census so uh, I don't know I'm not going to just be running down to the clinic you know it was also uh, mandatory for you to get health insurance when Barack Obama was president and I didn't get health insurance then I know that all that stuff is completely separate from each other but nonetheless here I am to uh, bring that information to you. Um, 
but yeah, so Trump got the uh, virus, but not only did he get the virus, a lot of his uh, peers got it as well. Um, yeah, he went to a party, and I don't remember exactly what the party was. I believe it was something in Cleveland, maybe. Okay, yeah. Here are the cabinet members and others around Trump who acquired the coronavirus. It was a bunch of them. A bunch of people. A bunch of these people got the coronavirus. Uh, and these are, like, all people who are just died off, and, like, you constantly hear about them in the news. I mean, obviously they're supposed to be people of importance, but when you're, like... Uh, in this, I guess, uh, to the degree of where, I guess, probably where most of us lay politically, you probably don't look at any of these people as, like, quality individuals. But I'm going to read off some names just so you guys know, and it sounds like I'm doing my due diligence. Uh, Donald Trump, President, Melania Trump, First Lady, Hope Hicks, Aide to the President, Kaylee McKinney, White House Press Secretary, uh, Nicholas Luna, Assistant to the President, Mike Lee, U.S. Senator, I guess that's of Utah, uh, Tom, Tom, Tom spelled with an H, Tillis, U.S. Senator, North Carolina, it looks like, uh, Ron Johnson, uh, U.S. Senator, um, <laughs> Kellyanne Conway, got it, <laughs> former counselor to the President, Chad Gil Martin, White House Principal Assistant Press Secretary. He looks like a chode magode. Look him up. Chad Gil Martin. He looks like a douche. Uh, Caroline Levitt. Leave it? Leave it. Levitt. Mm-hmm. Her. Yeah, I don't know who that is. White House Assistant Press Secretary. Bill Stepien, Trump Campaign Manager. Uh, he looks like a chode, too. He also looks like he's having a really bad problem in this picture. And, uh... I think this girl's name might be Rona McDaniel, which is hilarious because that means she got the Rona, and she is Rona. Rona got the Rona. It might be Rana, but it looks like Rona. RNC chairwoman. And to those of you who know who this guy is and what this guy looks like and the literal embodiment of this human, Chris Christie got, Chris Christie got the coronavirus. It's not funny. But it is kind of funny because he is a, a super douche. Uh, a while back, he made like a really big statement about how he was madly against marijuana. Uh, but he is extremely overweight. He talked about how unhealthy marijuana was for people, so it was kind of ironic. I'm not fat shaming people here, but I'm just saying Chris Christie is a douche. And uh, yeah, uh, he's the former governor of New Jersey. Who cares? He's a blowhole. <laughs> but, uh, I'm sure that most of these people that I just named off are blowholes. But nonetheless, we don't want any of them to die. But maybe they could... They all obviously acquired a little bit more insight on the coronavirus this week. In their all individual, uh... Or this weekend, rather. In their own individual experiences with the virus. And like I said, I, I'm not I'm not of the school of I'm not of the school of thought of people who think that they should die to learn their uh, to learn a lesson here or anything. I'm just saying. But people who are also in the vicinity of all of those people, um, these are this past weekend. These are the people who uh, tested negative. We have Mike Pence, Mike Pompeo, Steve Wontru. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Uh, Mark Esper, William Barr. That's the Attorney General. Uh, Wilbur Ross, Alex Azar, Dr. Ben Carson, the only black guy on this list, by the way, Elaine Chow, Robert Wilkie, Chad Wolf, uh, General Mark Milley, uh, Dr. Robert Redfield, Amy Coney, Comey, Cole, Amy Coney Barrett, who is a pretty popular woman these days, uh, Larry Kudlow, Mark Meadows, uh, Pat, can't pronounce his last name either, Ivanka Trump, Ivanka, Ivanka Trump, Ivanka Trump, uh, Jared Kushner, Donald Trump Jr., looks like a chode, Eric Trump, looks like a chode, Laura Trump, Baron Trump, and uh, New York's finest, uh, Rudy Giuliani. They all got negative results, so 
you know, good for them, I guess. But that's negative results up until this point right now. So uh, they might not have the same case tomorrow. Uh, nonetheless, very, very interesting situation with all of those people who are diehard, we're not wearing mask types, diehard against, uh, I don't know, the, the, the new establishment, I guess. They're all, they're all a bunch of cronies, but in the same breath, they, uh, they are important. Good or evil, they are important important names to pay attention to because these are the people who are running our country right now. I mean, I say they're running our country. There is a, a handful of other people who are responsible for very important parts of our country. One of those people who are uh, pretty important is a guy named Andrew Cuomo. Andrew Cuomo is the governor of the state of New York. Now, in the past... Uh, well, I guess since the pandemic started, uh, Andrew Cuomo, you know, he started out as like before it all happened. I'm pretty sure people thought very highly of him in New York. I mean, obviously not everybody, but a lot of people did. Um, and since the pandemic started, I feel like people's appreciation for Andrew Cuomo has done nothing but digress. Like just shrink and shrink and shrink. Uh there's a, apparently a lot of blame on him for sending a bunch of elderly into these at lo into lockdown in nursing homes and uh, a vast majority of them died <laughs> not funny i know that's people's family but it I, i'm laughing at i guess for irony's sake uh well among other things he has made the news here. Obviously, these governors are staying in the news. You know, you have Gavin Newsom in California. You have Andrew Cuomo. A lot of these, you know, states of the such. Uh, blue states, I guess, as they say. Um, they, they stay high profile in the news because their decisions are apparently extremely important. Andrew Cuomo, at some point, this morning or yesterday said that if the he referred to the referred to them as the orthodox uh but he's referring to the orthodox jews like the the jews in new york he basically said that he was going he will shut down their synagogues if they do not start complying to the uh rules of coronavirus now I don't know what how you guys feel about, you know, freedom of religion and, you know, freedom of assembly and freedom of speech and all of these other great things, but that is nuts. That is the craziest thing I think I've ever heard. I mean, this is also the same guy who said that Trump would need an army to come back to New York. Mind you, I don't like Trump. I think I've made that abundantly clear on here. But you are threatening the president and saying that he needs an army to come back to not only is it the a state in which is inside of the United States which in which he's the president of but it's where he's from <laughs> mind you i mean i could completely understand a vast majority of new york not appreciating donald trump at this point i mean it's fair to say that if you're a polls person uh, the desire to have Donald Trump run for four more years is shrinking by the hour. Uh, you know, that might change when he comes out and is like, I'm, I'm free of COVID, you know, whatever. But uh, for now, <laughs> for now, we're looking at Andrew Cuomo. And uh, I don't know, I, I really wouldn't really be too keen on anyone from any state saying that they're going to shut down I'm going to shut down the churches you notice they're not doing this in any of the uh, you know not high profile states but or maybe it, you could even say the blue states I mean they told everybody that they couldn't go to church because of these mandates at first but they did it under the guise of people couldn't gather you know you couldn't gather in groups of X amount or whatever 
uh, in certain states. I mean, I'm I'm specifically, I guess, I'm thinking of Mississippi because they didn't want people gathering and you know big big whatever, but big crowds. Excuse me there, but uh, you know that was you know that lasted for a little while and most churches went and you know they did something anyway and nothing came of it. I mean nobody in Mississippi is going to arrest people at a church and if they did I could be wrong mind you I I don't claim to be a a real I didn't go to school for journalism, so I didn't do my all of my due diligence to research every single county in Mississippi. So if I'm wrong, forgive me. But, uh, you know, and people are definitely going to church now. Um, obviously, there's a lot of churches that are trying... They want to keep their congregationship safe. I mean, to me, I feel like it would be foolish to not try to do the, you know encourage especially because there's a lot of older people that are dedicated to going to church they they probably i know a few churches that encourage people to wear masks they space out the chairs a little bit more and whatever nonetheless i'm not a church going you know american but i do think that people should be able to go and, and not just i'm not just speaking of southern baptists i'm also speaking about the jews uh you know something that has become odd to me is i've noticed that people are uh there's like a resurgence online of uh anti-semitic uh rhetoric going on and to me that almost is it, it goes it goes against uh like what's going on with um like what's going on with this with oh, let's just say for the black lives matter it's like no lives matter until black lives matter it's like well it actually i think it, it's starting to look like there might actually be a army building up against jewish people <laughs> you know it's like i'm not saying that black lives matter specifically i'm i'm not referring to the movement i'm referring to the organization but it almost seems like, and I'm I'm not saying that they are the ones that are solely creating a, a, a what am I looking for? A, a line, a wall against the Jewish people, but it seems like there there's something in underneath a lot of this that are, are part of this story, uh, a sub objective to this uh, this battleground experience that we're seeing in society that is actually strongly against Jewish people. Now, I understand the little bit of knowledge that I have. I understand that anti-Semitism has been around for a long time. Uh, I don't exactly know the full reasoning behind it, other than the fact that there's this theory that, uh, quote-unquote, the Jews run the world, the Jews own all the money, um, and that's I'm not, I don't know if that's an offensive thing. I'm not saying it to be offensive. I'm just saying that that is a a, a rhetoric that is I, that I have heard throughout my lifetime. But since I've gotten older and paid more attention to things and attempted to become more knowledgeable about how and why people on every side of the you know the Chinese checkerboard uh, thinks the way they think. Um, I've, I've I've gathered a little bit of information on the fact that there uh, are a lot of people, and there are a lot of uh, wealthy people, and there are a lot of um, um, scholars that think very lowly of Jewish people. Uh, I don't I don't know too much beyond that because I don't feel like you really just hear from like you don't see the guys with the curls coming and hopping up on stage somewhere and being like, you know. To hell with all of these people, you know. Sorry, I don't see that that often. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. I don't see, uh, I don't see the the Jewish community just being excessively outspoken about how they don't like everyone else. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. I'm just unaware. I'm not keen to it. I mean, I I could probably look into it and try to find something, but I mean. I have seen I have seen and heard a lot more rhetoric along the lines of anti-Semitism than I have, uh, say, vice versa. Uh, some uh, a very, very, very uh, 
popular figure in uh, the nation of Islam is uh, Louis Farrakhan, and he is historically said many things negative about Jewish people, um, and you know the. You do hear a lot. You do hear a lot of negativity about uh, the nation of Islam. Uh, not just saying negativity about them, but just a bias by people that are against them. Um, I personally don't know enough. I have not heard enough uh, yin and yang about the nation of Islam. To uh, I, I mean, to be honest, a lot of the things that I've heard were, you know, you've got early Malcolm X where he was they were extremely you know all but saying totally do away trash white people white people don't give a shit you know Malcolm X became a lot different towards the end of his uh life but uh and kind of was a little bit more open about us being unified I think that the story goes like he went and saw the world and saw how people were across the world he realized that it didn't have to be as tribal uh and you know they there's they said that the, one of the reasons that they were out to get Martin Luther King was because Martin Luther King uh, realized that you know it wasn't about race as much as it was about class and how it's as long as they have us thinking that we're battling each other because of the color of our skin and we feed into that uh, then they're fine with it because then we don't realize that we're all just being pitted against each other. And that's, you know, in different words and more modern day versions of that, that's the same kind of rhetoric that, uh, you know, a lot of us are trying to fight against. You know, I mean, you've heard me talk about plenty of times, whether it be on here or online or in the past or casual conversation, I'm all about unity. Like, I, I, I don't see any interest. I don't have an abundance of interest in us tearing down the entire uh, country so we don't have a country. I'd be more interested in us solely focusing on treating people equally across the board, not just people across the board, but in every single department of modern day society. We should be able to treat people equally without demoralizing a certain demographic or any demographics of humans or Americans. Obviously, I feel like it should be that way across the world, but let's clean up our own yard before we worry about the neighbors you know i'm 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 kind of spitballing here but in the same breath i mean i don't see why you know going kind of leading into our our next topic i know i'm jumping around here but um you know i don't really see i don't really see a, a benefit or a very very positive outcome or in game to this whole um, tearing down everything and going and setting everything on fire, literally and uh, metaphorically speaking, um, just so we can have what? A power vacuum and an ent we won't be the United States anymore. Um, some people, Some people put up really good arguments as to why that might be a good idea. But in the same breath, I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> I'm not interested in that. I am also a, a late 20s white male. So a lot of people would assume that I probably... And that grew up in Mississippi. So people would probably assume that I don't have a very... Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't have a very... I don't have a broad enough perspective on the world. I mean, to each his own. I don't think that I have the end-all, be-all mindset about anything... Uh, especially not when it comes to politics or how to run the world. Um, I, I, I might think of things too simply. That's possible. But I also think why it why should it be so difficult? Why does it have to be so difficult if you know for us to be unified? If ultimately, if ultimately all of these people you want is peace, and all he wants is peace, and all she wants is peace. Why is it so hard for us to just not, like, put down our uh, weapons of difference and be at peace? Who is it? Who is telling you to not be at peace? Is it your uncle? Is it a, uh, is it a you know, group of videos that you see online? 
Is it a, a, a podcaster? Is it uh, CNN? You know, is it Don Lemon? Is it Tucker Carlson? Is it Donald Trump? Is it uh, Kamala Harris? You know, uh, is it David Duke? <laughs> is it Richard Spencer? Is it uh, Louis Farrakhan? Who are these people? Who are these people to tell you to not be at peace with the person who is right in front of you? You know what I'm saying? I mean, it, it, it might sound a little rambunctious of an idea, but I don't really think it is. I think it's pretty. I think it's pretty crazy that that we allow things to divide us the way that we do. I mean, clearly it's a tale as old as time because this is something that has happened long before the United States. Don't get me wrong. That there, America has its sins, and it, it, there's there's no doubt in my mind that the powers that be should you know atone but in the same breath you have to look at it as one of those things we we have been virtuous we have been innovative we have uh we have done things in this country that has literally changed the landscape for all people for everyone and not all things that most of the, the most of the things to benefit society have not been negative to any degree i mean maybe uh you know to a certain species of animal or something you know i I don't i don't know maybe like you know i guess the bees don't really the bees apparently don't take too kindly to uh cell phone service but i mean i guess that's a whole different story (laughs) i don't know that's that's a thing though if you ever want to look it up i would encourage you to look up everything that i'm saying but um I don't know. I just it, it it bothers me, and we're all we're all guilty of it. I'm not saying that I'm impervious to any of this. Like something I have also stated on this podcast before. You guys are learning with me. If you're choosing to listen to this podcast, then that means that you're you're listening to me learn, and you're listening to me talk and work out the way that I feel about all of this stuff that is going on now, all of the stuff that's gone on in the past. But like I said, it, it's a tale as old as time. This tribalism and this separation. And, you know, if something that I want to encourage you guys to do between now and the next time you listen to my podcast, I want you to look up the fall of previous great civilizations and look up the reasoning behind why it happened. It always it, this is this is a modern era version of the downfall of every other society, great society. And it. It's sad, though. I mean, and of course, it's a different picture because it, something like this hasn't happened in such a long time. You know, when you look at uh, technology, for example, technology has grown more in the past. Well, this was a statement that I guess they made uh, two or three years ago, but it was technology had grown more in the past 20 years than it had the 200 years prior to that. That is incredible. That is insane. That is to all of our benefit. Uh, to live uh, cohesively on this planet. Um, you know, I know I'm, I sound like I'm rambling, but I, I just I want to put some thoughts into people's heads that aren't quite as negative as I can tend to be and what we see on TV all the time. Now, I, I don't consider myself a tree hugger. I don't consider myself, uh, oh, let's all get together and sing Kumbaya. I'm, I'm far more realistic than that. And I understand that that is not the, uh, the guaranteed end-all, be-all is for us to just hold hands and stand in a circle. But I can't really understand why coexisting is so difficult. Um, we all live, we all breathe, we all die. Um, to my understanding, most of us have blood except for Hillary Clinton. She just drinks it. Uh, you know, I, I mean, you know, her husband might not have any blood either, now that I think about it. Uh, he might not have any blood left. But, um, and most of it is taped off at his wiener. Because he's not going to just not have a hard wiener. But uh, Bill Clinton's hard wiener. There's a sound bite. If I was a bigger if I was a bigger podcast, that would be a sound bite for sure. That would be really, really bizarre and inappropriate to talk about. But it was organic and it was poisonous. <laughs> you see, see what I did there? 
uh, no, but uh, all of that being said, there has been some recent developments in the uh, the chaos that is transpiring in the um, streets of America. Um, you know, I spend a lot of time. I spend a lot of time watching uh, videos on YouTube of live footage of the uh, you know the so the unrest the, that's going on in the streets. A lot of times, a lot of times you sit there and for a couple of hours watching it, and you know an hour and a half of it will be people walking through the streets, you know, doing their thing, yelling, getting their anger out, having a good time, more or less. Most people just look like they're there to film it. Everybody's got their phones out, walking around, whatever, chanting, you know, protest, uh, uh, civil, calm, you know, peaceful protest, uh, disruptive, but not, you know, not chaotic, rather. Uh, but not all of them are like that, and not all of all of them are like that. It's almost every time you watch one of these videos for longer than thirty minutes, you do catch a good fifteen minutes. To 45 minutes of pure, absolute, uncontrolled, high octane chaos, destruction, uh, like antagonizing of the of the police. I understand that right now we're not just super stoked about the police, but something that needs to be made very clear. And I know that I have friends on all sides of this spectrum and i know that uh, all the things that i say does not make everyone happy i don't do it on purpose I've, I've, I've even toned down my pissing people off on purpose on facebook because of the fact that if we just sit around trying to piss people off all the time we're never going to be able to get the truth to anyone because everyone has we all have such a bias about everything and it kind of sucks because the more you delve into it and the more you try to let yourself go as far as like trying to not be biased you start to be like what the hell is true you don't know what's true anymore because everything that you get is so right or left or left or right or you know this or that or people arguing about semantics and whatever i digress but Something that needs something that needs to be cleared out for people who don't spend a bunch of time watching these videos and reading about what's going on is the police are not jacking people up for no reason as a whole. There very well might be cops that are doing that. I don't doubt that there are cops that are going out in the 130th day of rioting in their city that have not been provoked at that moment that they do some asshole stuff to somebody but when you watch these videos and i want to any of you who have a spare hour or two go look up a video recorded from a previous night or go watch a live stream and you will see there will be a percentage of people who are super calm and they're just walking through the streets and they're you know just Black Lives Matter, Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, you know, the the whole, you know, un, the completely understandable reason, the thing to get people uncomfortable, you know, do your thing. But there are these moments throughout all of these nights in Portland. Portland is chaos. Like every th – those videos are slap full of pure chaos and antagonization from anyone but the police. The police will sit there for hours and have rocks, and they will have water, and they will have fireworks. And I'm not defending the police. Obviously, obviously, these people didn't just. There's, I don't feel like people just decided that they wanted to be against the police. There was clearly something uh, across the board that has set people off. But there has. It's not just because of the 14, 15 people. Black people that got killed in America this uh, unjustly by the police this year are justfully. I, not I'm not saying it was justful, but I'm saying like I'm pretty sure that that was in total. There was about 15 or 16 maybe black people who were killed by police this year. I could be wrong about the number. Look it up, please. I encourage you. 
if this is important to you, which in all honesty, it kind of should be. Because if we're going to sit online and we're going to argue back and forth about all this shit, if you're going to argue with someone about it, at least know what you're talking about. Don't don't just start talking shit because I said something or because Tucker Carlson or Don Lemon or Chris Cuomo, Andrew Cuomo's brother, by the way, or Donald Trump or Joe Biden said something or the guy who you look up to that is super pro right or left because he's posted an article or something. Don't repeat that just because they shared it. You go and look it up yourself. You don't have to divulge your entire life to it, but I'm telling you. A lot of the things on the right and the left that people are saying is not what's happening. All of these people, like, very rarely do you see when there's this chaos transpiring, in which speaks speaks to the Black Lives Matter movement, to be honest. But a lot of these people that you see are white people. They're white kids, like, like. My cousin's age, like 18, 19, 20, all of these people getting arrested in Portland is a bunch of like wild looking white people, like abnormal, like not even normal punk rock looking people. Like they, they, they look, it doesn't matter really what they look like. It doesn't even really necessarily matter the color of their skin. I'm just saying, um, I watched, I'm pretty sure I've talked about it on here, but a couple of months ago when the riots were first breaking out, I watched people destroy Washington, D.C. on live stream. I watched people completely eradicate Washington, D.C. They were destroying the city, but on to our, they were destroying two blocks worth of stuff. That's all I really ultimately saw this guy walking around with his camera. But uh, there have been... There were there was footage a couple of weeks ago about these two these this one guy or was two guys they walked up to this police car and these cops were just sitting in their police car not even near a right they walk up to him and shoot them they just shoot them both of them and then after they shot them they followed these people they they went to the the hospital where they were at and were trying to break into the hospital they were trying to get into the hospital to these police officers. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I just watched a video earlier, uh, before getting and recording this, of, uh, I'm assuming, you know, the non-group Antifa members went up to these people at a, a, an American flag, or it was like an American rally, uh, it was like a conservative protest, uh, in Portland in the broad daylight. These Antifa People who are of the train of the school of thought of, I mean, what do you, what do what are we supposed to call them? I mean, uh, they they say that Antifa is not an is not an organized thing. It's not a group. Antifa is not a group, allegedly. So I mean, uh, these group of far left individuals, extreme far left individuals, come up to this girl and they go to snatch her her American flag out of her hands as she's walking away from where this protest is. They're following her and berating her, which is normal. This is pretty common uh, uh, behavior in these situations, in any situation. Uh, they're berating this woman. And they try to snatch her American flag from her. Well, she tries to keep it, obviously. And uh, as they're trying to snatch this from her, a girl comes up to her and pulls her by her hair and snatches her back and tries to drag her away while these other while these other men are trying to take her flag. And by the way, this girl looked biracial. She was not a a, a, a suburban white Karen. She was a, a to, to the looks of it, she was a biracial woman, which also blows my mind, because... You, men and women, men and women are attacking this girl. Trying to take her American flag from her. She ends up getting away from them. And a, a group of 
rather uh, tough looking men end up blocking the path of these people i don't i don't know if there was uh, an inter interaction before or after but this video alone is more than enough because it seems like she's walking away from whatever the occasion is and i just think to myself this i'm i'm not i'm not i can't i can't think of how many times i can say this but i am not at all against uh equality i'm not against at all shaking the system i'm not at all making major changes and reform to all of these things we're talking about but at some point in time you have to we somebody has to we have to come to the realization somebody has to come to the realization or explain something about how this kind of stuff is okay this isn't okay this is not all right these this, this is the this is i what is the point what is the point of this is not fighting for peace this is not you can't tell me that this is fighting for peace and equality of of all people because because that's not what it is um sure this was this one thing is an isolated event but as a whole this is not an isolated event these there are people in the streets of these major cities that are wreaking havoc and literally preying on the downfall of America. They do not want the betterment of America. They want to shut it down, change it entirely, and and I'm getting so worked up. I'm not trying to get worked up, but it it really bothers me. That bothers me. There are there is so much. Uh, there's so much uh, positive rhetoric that is buried underneath what is snow plowing everything right now. Like, like they are the things that are speaking the loudest are the chaos and the riots and the the Antifa people that are just ravaging through things. Don't get me wrong. I guarantee you that more than half of those people have, okay, I guarantee you at least half of those people have something to say. They are frustrated with the way things have been. There are plenty of things to be frustrated about, but the, I am not, I am not personally interested in tearing the whole fucking ship down and to hell with whoever dies. To hell with whoever becomes misplaced after that. I can assure you, there will be a million times more. Okay, a million is a little ridiculous, but there will be a lot more people misplaced in this afterlife of American civilization that these people are are dying to have. Look it up. Look at the fall of previous civilizations. Look at countries in modern times that have been taken over this same way and look at how it turned out for them. People say the only reason that communism didn't work out anywhere else is because of America's intervention. Horse shit. Horse shit. Look it up. I mean, I am a firm believer and I still, and I, I mean, even even before and after me going off on this tangent, I'm not the kind of person to write somebody off because of what they believe. I'm not the kind of person to write somebody off because of what they think and you know what they're passionate about. I mean, obviously there's some things. I mean, I'm not really just about to be keen on like pedos or anything like that. But I'm just saying like something that I that I think we definitely take for granted after you you know you got all most of you guys went to public school I mean y'all definitely know at least you know even if even if you're not some diehard nationalist American I'm not either <laughs> but I'm saying like it, even if you're not like that you definitely have heard the stories about how America is great because we're allowed to believe and we're allowed to say and we're allowed to you know feel and we're allowed to express ourselves in different in ways that you're not allowed to do in other places America is not the best the best place we could imagine but it is the best thing that we've got. I mean, and I'm pretty sure that most of us have lived here forever. We grew up here. We were born here. And 
you know, it pains me. It pains me to say a, a lot of this stuff because of the fact that I know, I, I know, I have friends and people that I've grown that I grew up with that are out in these streets doing these things and participating in this stuff that I don't particularly agree with, and they're passionate about it, and like they are, it aches. It aches their soul for whatever reason it is that they are out there doing these things. It, to me, it just it seems so. It's and, and, and like I said, it hurts me. It hurts me that that's the case because why? Why couldn't we? You know, to to shoot a little bell. Why is it that this is happening and we couldn't come to some kind of terms prior to this chaos transpiring? You know, what I'm it's so easy. It's so easy for people to be like, oh, man, they're destroying the cities. I'm sure there's a massive percent of people who are just like, hey, hey, let's get off on this shit. Let's just go raise hell, steal shit and destroy things. And then there's other people who are doing it for ideological. I don't I'm definitely not saying that right, but purposes and but all all of that all encompassing under that umbrella. Why? Why did it get to this point? And then you have people who are just so cold that it's so, like I was saying just a second ago, it's so easy to just say to hell with them and they should all be killed. Like, what? Are you crazy? No, they should be killed. It's like what should happen is somebody should listen to these people and everybody on both sides should find a way to compromise. Why is there no compromise? There's Nobody wants to have any accountability for being a piece of shit. Nobody wants to be have any accountability for being a piece of shit on either side, and nobody wants to compromise. Why is that the case? The be the beauty of America was the fact that we were a democracy, uh, allegedly a democracy, Pro possibly a, a democracy controlled by puppet masters, but that's a different conversation. I mean, I say it's a different conversation. It might all be in the same conversation, but. To what we're speaking about here, it's like that's. I think the thing that bothers me the most is the uh, there's so much gotcha going on, and there's so much like, and I've said it on here, and I'll say it a million times. I hate the word hypocrisy, but it is literally we are a nation of hypocrisy, and it's sad because the people who are trying, to, who are out here, literally tearing down cities. Are preaching that you guys are hypocrites, y'all. You know this a stat, this whole government and racism and da, da 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 da. It's like you guys are just as bad. You're generalizing so many people. They're they're generalizing, and a portion of them, a portion of those people in the street in those streets are terrorizing people. Like I am not at all interested. In having something called a civil war. By any stretch of the imagination. The idea of having a civil war. Is terrifying to me. That terrifies me. I have a one and a half year old son. The last thing I'm interested in. Is a civil war. Sure, we live in Mississippi, so something leads me to believe that things aren't just going to be going buck wild out here. And you know, to be honest, things might not get that buck wild compared to what they are right now. But you can't help you can't help but to wonder if you take a step back and you think, "Hmm. Well, America isn't the only place. The world doesn't revolve around America specifically." I mean, even let's just let's just uh, play into this thought that it does revolve around America. Uh, what happens when America is on its knees and can't stand up under with even with a little bit of help, it can't stand up. Well, guess what? Everybody who we have pissed on as a country. Every single person that we've pissed on as a country is going to be like, hmm, well, sounds like a good time to do some bullshit to America. I mean, it just, it looks bad. It really looks bad. It does, I mean, it does not look like a really good situation. There's people hurting. Uh, there's, there's people who are angry, um... And, you know, they may lash out in ways that I don't agree with. I mean, and 
it kind of sucks being in the position that I'm in if I can be fully transparent with you. Because like I've said uh, you know, previously on this episode and other episodes, I don't really know shit about shit. And I'm trying to learn. And as I learn, you know, I find myself ha- I find myself having to turn my back on what I've always thought since I was a teenager. You know, like I've, it's always been super easy to be like f the man, you know, screw the man. But you know, we've also been saying they just want us to play again. Divided we fall. Divided we fall. We've always said that on either end of the spectrum divided we fall and here we are the more divided than we've ever been in my entire lifetime on so many different issues and i'm thinking to myself well damn look at us falling america is falling and it's 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 crazy it's crazy to see and it's also crazy to go you know wake up in the morning and go to work and see people at the gas station of all race, color, and creed, or whatever, you know, and everybody's just hunky-dory. I mean, I live here in South Mississippi, and everybody's just like, hey, man, you know, whatever. And I'm sitting here thinking, like, do you realize what's going on in our country? I mean, I don't bring this up to Jimbo at the gas station, but it's just, like, everybody's got something to say online, you know. Everybody's got something. But in reality, you know, you have those moments where you have to take a step back, and you're like, well... You know, my little bubble is actually all right. You know, we still get to hang out and drink beer and goof off and, you know, uh, make our music and do our podcast and, you know, all this other shit and whatever. And it's not really a big deal. But then you have to think to yourself, it's like, well, maybe you're just turning a blind eye. (laughs) And, you know, like I said, full transparency. Like, I mean, it, it, it hurts. It hurts because when I get to talking about something on this stance... You know, that might look more left-leaning or not agreeing with the uh, status quo uh, of of the left. I, people, people will just biasly throw their shitting on you card. Shitting on you card. And, you know, and it's like, man, like, and it's no compromise. People will get to arguing in the comments and nobody, nobody has any self-accountability. Not, for, I mean, I'm not saying that the guy on... You, you know, that lives three miles away from me that's like, you know, shitting on rednecks and Republicans. I'm not saying that he's out there destroying shit. But in the same breath, he's he really is into it. He's encouraging it. He thinks it's great. You know, I have friends from across the country that I see on Facebook post things. I had a friend the other day, man, that was a good friend of mine for a while, a while back. And he posted, you know, whenever the, uh, the um, verdict on... Or they, you know, chose not to charge those guys in the Breonna Taylor case. He was like, burn it to the ground, Louisville. Uh, be safe. You know, like, just like, burn it all. Burn, like, set it all on fire. And it's just like, what the fuck, dude? Like, people live there outside of the cops, man. Like, there's people, aside from police off, there's people just like, you know, like, nowhere near as, uh, I don't even want to say passionate, but... Nowhere near as even, like, like people who are far more terrified, people who are far more, like, these people that are on the side of, just as example, Breonna Taylor, and they're burning their shit down. How, how do you, how, how is that okay? That's, how is that supposed to be Okay. You can't. I know you can't tell. You can't tell people how to mourn. It's like, okay, well, what? What are you gonna do when your whole city is gone? And you know, and what's crazy to me is now there, there's this 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 thing going around. You know, and everybody has their different narratives that they spin. They constantly. The reason why we can't. Another reason why we can't ever figure shit out is because there's a new narrative every day. That one of these new narratives that's going out is that white supremacists are the ones that are causing all of this civil unrest. Everyone that I have, I could probably count on two hands. I could probably count on two hands how many of these. You know, I fuck white supremacy. 
Fuck the white supremacists. Just as much, if not more, than these guys. But white supremacists are not the ones going out here burning shit and throwing shit at the cops. That is not what's happening. You can watch these videos. I'm telling you, you've got to watch these videos. And that is not what's happening. All of these videos across the entire country and all of these cities cannot be fabricated. It's not like all of this was made in a studio. They're saying that white supremacists are going and they're starting all of these riots and they're starting all of this and they're starting all that. What do you think is going to happen when you push and 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 you just shit on all these people? You're going to turn more people into white supremacists and you're going to turn them into gun-toting militia members that are sick and tired of people burning down their fucking streets for some kind of rhetoric that all-encompasses fuck white people and burn down the whole country. Destroy America. What do you think that's going to turn into? So whenever the time comes that a bunch of fucking, not just white people, but a bunch of gun-toting Americans get it in their head after they see for an entire year straight that you're burning down cities and you're destroying cities, when it's all in the name of equality and peace and reform. That's not how that this does not seem like it's going to get the job done. Because these fucking crazy son these these pe how crazy are these people? They haven't come out and started shooting anybody yet. And the, when the day comes, it's their fault. I never want it to come to that. I don't encourage that. I will be vibrantly disappointed. I mean, I'm already disappointed. But something has got to happen. Something has got to happen before that happens. We cannot be afraid to compromise. We cannot be afraid to hold our tongue to listen to what somebody has to say. That's anyone. Because... No matter what, all of us are going through some shit right now. Unless you've been successfully, I say successfully, living under a rock for the past year. I mean, to hell with Joe Biden, to hell with Donald Trump. It's not about them. It doesn't need to be about them right now. I get that that is really important, but right now it needs to be about us. Right now, it has got it has got to be about us, because if we do not find a way to compromise and and meet in the middle and have a little bit of self accountability and willing to open our ears and our eyes to what's really going on and to each other, then I mean, what's the? There's no point. There's no point. If you're if, if we're not if we're not willing to find a way to meet in the middle with people and be compassionate about people, I mean these people. I mean these people who are pissed off, raising hell in the streets. They're Americans too. Their voice matters just as much as yours. Obviously, I don't particularly just. I'm not just dying to see them live out the way they're dealing with it but it's happening for a reason a lot of these people just want to be heard a lot of these people that are on at home are you know going to work every day busting their ass working in the hot sun Kicking at, you know, doing whatever they got to do for their family or to, you know, put food on the table or to keep gas in the truck. You know, these these people are Americans, too. These people who are super upset about you burning down the, the, the city, these people who are super upset about you calling them a racist when they're not. You know, like they're Americans, too. And, you know. You can't help but wonder why someone refer, would refer to people as an enemy if they're constantly berating them from either side of the table. <laughs> like, 
us sitting here arguing and just raging out on each other and, you know, ripping each other apart online or in person, you know, tearing each other down emotionally, tearing each other down mentally, verbally, physically. It's not. What's the point? What are you what are we fighting for? <laughs> I mean, I don't. I don't really want you know. And like I said, I don't. I don't see myself as some tree hugger, you know, whatever hippy dippy kind of dude or anything. But Jesus Christ, man! Like we've got to find some. We've got to find some common ground, and we've got to build from there. The election's coming up in twenty days, twenty three days, twenty four days. I'm not sure exactly how far, but it's. I don't know. We need to find a turning point. I'm not a. I don't claim to be on either side of the aisle. I think that I think that politicians are full of shit. All of them. Donald Trump is a politician now, so guess what? Now, he might have been full of shit before, but he's definitely full of shit now. I mean, we crack jokes, you know, we, we all this other stuff, but I, I do want you guys to know that I think that something that we have got to do no matter who you are is we have got to start finding a way to show a little humility and start acting like we actually don't know everything that we actually might not be a hundred percent right all the time i don't think there's any shame in that either i think it sucks when you have people who are just valiantly working against you and what you have known your entire life you know, or what you uh, have embraced. People are shutting down churches and synagogues. You know, people uh, shaming you for not wearing a mask. Or people shaming you for marching through the streets because of something you're passionate about. It's really hard to be humble when there's people just so vigorously attacking you on either side of the aisle. I mean, I don't know. I didn't mean to go on a rant. I did want to talk about these things, but I didn't mean to get so worked up. But it is something that I'm dealing with every day. I mean, I think about it. I lay in bed. I, I sit there. My son goes to sleep. My wife goes to sleep. And I just catch myself thinking, man, what the fuck are we going to do? I don't know. I'm 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 on the I'm on the side of everyone. I want everyone to be able to, you know, find their way through this this chaotic time in America. I mean, this chaotic time in the world. You know, you get to thinking about conspiracies and you get to thinking about religion, like all the different things that you've ever heard and be told, and it all goes through your head at once. And it's like, if nothing else. Like, even if, even when we can't find the truth, we have got to find some way to connect and be with each other. And let each other know that we are going to be on each other's side. If we were all on the same side, we wouldn't be fighting anyone. How stupid does that sound? That sounds so stupid. But, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna be done with this episode, but I appreciate you guys for listening, and, uh, gonna probably be back on, drop another one, maybe tomorrow or this weekend, so, counting down to the election, we'll try to have a guest on this weekend, um, yeah, all through October, we're gonna be, uh, trying to hit some points, hopefully I'll have a guest on and Maybe we can make a little bit more light of the situations or, you know, try to see, try to find a silver lining through all this. So, uh, yeah, October is going to be fun. It is fun so far, (laughs) aside from getting worked up and valiantly depressed for a few minutes there. Uh, And in November, got a uh, breaking story, breaking story. I'm working on a story uh, and other people's stories. 
it's going to be all based around one thing. I don't want to tell you too much right now. I've mentioned it on previous episodes, but it's going to be uh, pretty interesting, especially if you're from Macomb or the Macomb area. Um, or if you know who Britney Spears is. That is, a, <laughs> that is an interesting thing. That probably will rarely get talked about in the month of November. But I'm also going to uh, try to have some actual musicians and uh, r- music artists, rappers and uh, band players and all that good jazz in November. So hang through for October and uh, maybe we won't be as political <laughs> next month. But sweet. And don't forget... If you want to support this podcast, you can go to paypal.com slash shaneizzo. That is uh, how you can send money directly to me to support this podcast. Or you can email me at organicpoison.com. Excuse me. Excuse me. Organicpoisonmedia at gmail.com. Send me an email if you're interested in being a sponsor or if you want to make a uh, donation for a specific reason. Let's work something out. I'm not really good at finding promotions and sponsors right now. I'm not just di- – I'm looking for individuals or local businesses that are wanting to support the cause. We can work something out. I'm, as far as my extra uh, you know, money to drop into this, it's very, very small. I'm working on a music project right now as well, so all donations are accepted, but – more importantly than financial support, I need you guys to share these episodes. If you're listening to it, either share it online, tell your friends about it. That is the most important thing that you can do. Is if you really like the things that you're hearing on this podcast, whether it be this episode or a previous episode, getting this out to more people is the 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 most important goal right now. Because technically, aside from the fact that this usually takes a significant amount of time, it's not costing me anything right now to record these podcasts. So, uh, but I would like to, you know, get to where I'm able to pay for some promotion, and you know, uh, I got to figure out how to use my my equipment. I've got some good equipment that I need to uh, figure out how to use, but it's kind of difficult. Maybe one of these guests I can get in here will be able to help walk me through it, and we'll get set up, and we'll be able to make some more interesting shit happen. So. <laughs> I'm also trying to cut down on my swearing because I would like to be able to do some podcasts with people who, uh, you know, go on to some other platforms. That's another thing. If you have a, a, a peer or a friend that does a podcast, let them know about me. Tell them, uh, you know, tell them I do a podcast. I don't know. Thank you guys for listening. Have a great day. Organic Poison. <laughs>